Hello and welcome to Paleo Cinema Podcast 177. My name is Terry Frost, and this time around it is yet another music podcast. Uh, music podcasts are my default when I haven't been able to get my shit together and uh, put together some movies, so I kind of go over the music that I've liked lately and share it with you guys. So, um, have everybody survived the festive season okay? We did fine. We went out to the in-laws place for lunch and then went to uh, Sally's auntie's place for dinner and all of that went well. Um, Sally's uncle, George, who's actually younger than her, um, did um, ply me with a lot of cognac, which is all quite nice. Very fine cognac on a um, hot summer's evening is not a bad thing. As far as the gifts go, we gave each other an Xbox One. Uh, we've got one to share, Sally and I, so we put the money together and got ourselves an Xbox One. And so we're doing a lot of gaming and a lot of first-person shooters in my case. And, um, yeah, so it all went very smoothly and, and quite uneventfully. Got a big New Year's Eve party to go to across town, so that's going to be a lot of fun. I'll be catching up with a lot of good friends there. And I have great hopes for 2016. I think that we're starting to get our shit together as a planet. People are starting to take climate change seriously because people were walking around in shirt sleeves in New York at Christmas. So that was a clear indication that something is well fucked up and that things need to be done about it. And as usual, of course, I remind you that this podcast is carbon neutral because we're running off power generated from our own solar panels to record it. The other thing I should mention is that I guested on one of my favourite podcasts, and that is The Gentleman's Guide to Midnight Cinema. Um, Big Willie and I, how, along with good friend of the podcast, Davey Mack, um, had a chat across the Skype waves, and we discussed The Siege of Pinch Gut and Money Movers, two Australian crime films. And we had a great time with it too. It was good talking to the guys, and it was really great to be on The Gentleman's Guide to Midnight Cinema. I really enjoyed it a lot. And uh, unfortunately, the samurai wasn't available, but I do believe sometime in autumn uh, on my side of the planet, we're going to get together again. And we're talking about doing it a Canadian and an American movie to get my viewpoints on those. So we're looking towards it, and it should be a bit of fun, but uh, I really, really enjoyed it. And I've got a lot of respect for those guys. They're really the best of the best. And um, I admire what they do enormously. But anyway, what have I been watching? Now, I haven't done too much seasonal viewing, though I have done a little bit. Uh, apart from Money Movies and The Siege of Pinch Gut, what I've been watching lately, uh, I watched Hollywood Canteen, a Warner Brothers movie from World War II era, supporting the Hollywood Canteen that the Warner Brothers stars, particularly Betty Davis, put together to give some entertainment to soldiers who are about to be shipped overseas. And, um, yeah, that's a lot of fun. A lot of celebrities in there, all Water Brothers ones, uh, Barbara Stanwyck, John Garfield, Betty Davis, Joan Leslie, uh, just a wide range of them. Um, who else is in there? Joey Brown, a bunch of other people, and it's kind of good to revisit that. It turns up a lot on TCM, and I like watching it just to kind of see how people were during World War Two. It's got a bit of a coy and, and twee kind of plot line. But that doesn't matter. Just seeing all of the celebrities in the one movie is the draw card for this particular thing. And by the way, before you ask, no, I haven't seen Star Wars. Though as any long-time listener could tell you, that's hardly a surprise. Uh, what else do I watch? I watched National Treasure, the Nicolas Cage kind of action-adventure historical film. Um, yeah, I've kind of got a, a vulgar pleasure for the National Treasure movies. I think they kind of honest adventure flicks that are not to be taken too seriously and they're just a bit of fun so I watched that, I'm going to watch the second one a bit later, I've still got a day and a half of um, the Christmas break to go so I'm going to watch that at some stage uh, I did get something off the DVR and watch the third of Liam Neeson's Taken movies which is set in Los Angeles and he's running around you know, trying to stop people from doing nasty things to his family, failing in one um, particular instance. But it's kind of basically the same thing all over again in a way. Liam Neeson cashing a cheque and, and um, being one of the odder action stars that we have because he's not particularly physically robust. He's a tall guy and he's got a broken nose, but he's not particularly a kind of go-to action guy. He's not the first actor you think of. 
uh, for action movies. And he's in this one, he's got a penchant for backhanding people with pistols. He must do it about 45 times in the movie. Um, so I watched that this morning when I was kind of half asleep. And the only other, the Christmassy, Newton Massey kind of film that I watched this time around was Elf with Will Ferrell, uh, James Kahn's in it, Ed Asner's in it, Zoe Deschanel's, and um, Mary Steenburgen. And I kind of like it. I like what John Favreau did with it. It's um, a good, honest little Christmas movie and uh, entertaining for that. I really think that um, it kind of works. It's um, open-hearted, which is kind of nice. And while being kind of post-modern in some ways, it still does a good, honest little Christmas movie that you can take kids to as well. Good choice of uh, songs for the soundtrack as well. The soundtracks are pretty good. Um, Christmas soundtrack if you want to grab a copy of it. But that's about all I've been watching. Been doing a lot of um, Xbox. What can I tell you? And uh, the radio gig's off at the moment until uh, late January when Liz and I are back together. But, um, yeah, so that's basically what I've been watching. I've been listening to a lot of music, though, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do a music podcast. But before I do jumping all over the place, I do have to thank uh, a new subscriber to the podcast, Thomas Brookler. He's donated to the podcast straight into my PayPal rather than through the Patreon, which actually saves both of us a little bit of money, so that's not a bad way of doing it. Uh, I appreciate the donation, Thomas, and you did say you enjoy the music podcast as well as the movie ones. So um, I'm going to do a shout-out to you before I do this podcast about movie music and also other kinds of music that I've enjoyed lately. And I'm going to get started with a unusual version of a classic theme song from a movie. Now, La Dolce Vida is one of my favourite films. I just love it. It's a long film, so I don't watch it as often as I might. But um, Fellini's movie really does get me every time I watch it. And I like Nino Rota's music from it. Now, you don't really expect uh, a country music picker to do a version of La Dolce Vita, the theme music. Um, But one of them did. Chet Atkins did an album of movie um, adaptations, movie music adaptations back in the early 1960s. And I kind of liked his version of Nino Rota's theme from La Dolce Vita. So I'm going to play it for you now. It always sounds a little bit like Mac the Knife to me. But, uh, yeah, that's the Chad Atkins version of it, and I quite like it as well. Uh, I think that 
the kind of penny whistle melody of the uh, theme for the Dolce Vita really suits itself well to the electric guitar. So on to the second track I'm going to play, which is a track that only was released today. Um, there was a, a thought that Radiohead were going to do the theme to the new James Bond movie Spectre. But as we know, Sam Smith did a, a version which has been quite controversial. But today, Radiohead have released on uh, SoundCloud the theme to Spectre that they wanted to put in. And they've released it for free download. So here it is, the alternative theme to the music, to the movie, not the music, to the, the alternative theme music to the James Bond 2015 movie Spectre by Radiohead. not sure how I feel about that one. Um, I'm not sure whether it's better or worse than the Sam Smith song, but it does make me long for Shirley Bassey and Tom Jones. Or even Adele. Adele Skyfall was a good, honest James Bond song, but that one, it seems like somebody needs to be on antidepressants. I do like songs by actors who don't sing. Um, it's Except for Johnny Depp doing Sondheim songs in Tim Burton musicals and in something like Into the Woods. I can't stand that. But I've got a certain penchant for actors, um, particularly comic actors, who have a go at singing. And this version of a Rolling Stones classic is totally 
out of this fucking universe. It's Phyllis Diller's version of the Rolling Stones' Satisfaction, and I'm going to lay it on you now, so brace yourselves. Cause I try, and I try, and I try, and I try I can't get no one, I can't get no one I can't get no one, satisfaction a loser. If I bought a new hat, they'd cancel Easter. I used nail polish to cover the rust. I went to a taffy pull. The taffy won. I wore a see-through dress and nobody looked. I can't get no. No, no, no. Hey, hey, hey. hardly surprising because Phyllis Dill was one of the few female celebrities of the 1960s that Mick Jagger didn't sleep with. It wouldn't be one of my music podcasts if I didn't play some Ennio Morricone, um, whose work is actually turned up in The Hateful Eight, a rejected score for, I think it's The Thing, um, by Morricone, has turned up, which is kind of cool, Tarantino being one of the biggest Morricone fans out there. This one's from a Jean-Paul Belmondo action film from the 1970s, known in English as The Burglars. And it's a very fine Morricone score. Maybe not as um, well-known as some of the others, but it's one I like. And the movie itself is pretty damn good, too. There's some fantastic car chases in it. And there's a stunt done by Jean-Paul Belmondo where he's at the top of a cliff on top of a dump truck full of rocks. And he falls off the dump truck and runs down the mountainside, pretty much, with enormous rocks bouncing behind him. It's just one of the most breathtaking stunt sequences I've ever seen in my life. But um, check out the movie if you get a chance to. But in the meantime, here is Ennio Morricone's theme from The Burglars.
I like that one. It's a really simple tune. But then Morricone starts running through every variation and mixing things up a little bit. And um, it comes out really entertaining. Um, now, I'm going to do a track from a soundtrack from 2015 for a spy movie. Not a James Bond spy movie, but uh, another spy movie, which is not uninfluenced by James Bond. And that's Kingsman, The Secret Service. There's a really good soundtrack to this one. Uh done by Henry Jackson and Matthew Margeson. And there are some really nice, subtle pastiches. Well, sometimes not so subtle, but pastiches nonetheless of classic James Bond themes, including some John Barry pastiche work. It's a very knowing kind of soundtrack in the same way that the Jean Dujardin um, OSS Saint Decept movies have a great soundtrack that kind of harks back to Eurospy movies. But this is a track from the Kingsman The Secret Service soundtrack from 2014. And it's a track called Manners Maketh the Man. a lovely little pastiche of uh, particularly from Russia with Love soundtrack by John Barry and um, I kind of like the fact that they put it into a pub brawl basically in Kingsman the movie if you haven't seen it you might want to check it out it's got another in the great big line of Samuel L. Jackson grotesque characters in it and it takes a couple of plot twists which are quite interesting so while I'm on the spy thing I've got another um, track from a spy movie, a kind of forgotten spy movie from the 1960s called Assignment K, which starred Stephen Boyd playing, oddly enough, a spy. And this track is the rare vocal version to Assignment K. If you haven't seen the spy movie Assignment K with Stephen Boyd, it's not too bad. You might want to check it out if you're a Euro spy fan.
as we all know, and particularly Morris, our friend, our podcast friend, who also sings in an a cappella group called the Ice Halos, I like a little bit of a cappella and I like a little bit of close harmonies. I'm a big fan of the four, big fan of the four freshmen, amongst others. And when I was watching an episode of the Judy Garland show on TV, uh, a group came up singing very close harmonies called the Co- Kirby Stone Four. They work very much in the same genre as the Four Freshmen and groups like that. But there's a kind of Las Vegasy, upbeat, interesting kind of vibe to this group. And this is their biggest hit. They had um, only a couple of records released. And this is their biggest hit. And it is Everything's Coming Up Roses from the Stephen Sondheim musical Gypsy. <laughs> Things look great Gonna have the whole world on a plate Starting here, starting now Baby, everything's coming up Roses, clear the decks Clear the tracks We got nothing to do but relax Blow a kiss, take a bow Baby, everything's coming up Roses Now's our Beginning. Stand the world on its ear We gotta set it spinning That'll be just the beginning Curtain up, light the lights We got nothing to hit but the heights We'll be swell, we'll be great I can tell, just you wait That lucky star I talk about is due Set it spinning That'll be just the beginning Curtain up, light the lights We got nothing to hit but the heights We'll be swell, we'll be great I can tell, just you wait That lucky star I talk about is Now a track from Tom Gable. I think I played a Tom Gable track last time I did a music podcast. And this one's got very much a Peter Thomas kind of Euro spy score. Uh, Tom Gable is a German kind of pop singer, lounge singer, who does very retro kind of stuff. And this is a track from his second album, an album called So Good To Be Me. And it's called The Cat, and it's got a lot of energy, and it is deeply and intensely retro. See up into the sky I'll be here, I'll be there You'll see my shadow everywhere From the east to the west Take a ride with me, be my guest Can you wait, can you stay Until the cat comes out to play I'll be in seven places a time You're watching me leave As I arrive Through the night the day you can see me making my way for my love can't be enough for the goal for the game 
the flame I will pass while you sleep Up to the sky and to the deep For the sun, for the moon From midnight into the noon I will wait, I will stay Until the cat comes out to play Scott Walker, not the reprehensible American politician Scott Walker, but the cool 1960s singer Scott Walker from the Walker Brothers, who then went on to have a solo career and made a very kind of eclectic career change in the style of music he was doing. And if nothing else, I admire the man for doing a whole album of Jacques Brel covers because Jacques Brel is a Belgian songwriter singer that I have an enormous amount of time for. I just love his stuff. This track is actually one track that I want to have played at my funeral. It's going to piss people off, but I don't care. I'm going to be dead. And it is Jacques Brel's Funeral Tango with lyrics in English by Mort Schumann sung by the inimitable Scott Walker. Oh, I can see them now Clutching a handkerchief And blowing me a kiss Discreetly asking how How come he died so young? Or was he very old? Is the body still warm? Is it already cold? All doors are open wide They grope around inside My desk, my drawers, my trunk There's nothing left to hide Some love letters are there An old photograph They've laid my poor soul bare And all they do is laugh (laughs) Oh, I can see them all So formal and so stiff Like a sergeant at arms At a policeman's ball And everybody's pushing to be the first in line Their hearts upon their sleeves like a ten-cent valentine The old women are there, too old to give a damn They've brought along the kids who don't know who I am They're thinking about the price of my funeral bouquet What they're thinking isn't nice, for now they'll have to pay Oh, I see all of you, all of my phony friends Who can't wait till it ends, who can't wait till it's through Oh, I see all of you, you've been laughing all these years Now all that you have left are a few crocodile tears Ah, you don't even know that you're entering your hell As you leave my cemetery You think you're doing well with that one who's at your side You're as proud as you can be Ah, she's going to make you cry But not the way you cried for me Ha, 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 ha Oh, I can see me now So cold and so alone As the flowers slowly die In my field of little bones Oh, I can see me now I can see me at the end Of this voyage that I'm on Without a love, without a friend 
Now all this that I see is not what I deserve. They really have a nerve to say these things to me. No girls, just bread and water and your money you must save. Or there'll be nothing left for us when you're dead and in your grave. Ha, 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 ha. Just a tad sardonic, but I really like it. Um, yeah, so Jack Brell, Scott Walker, perfect blending. Well, it is Newton Mass, so I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to play another Scott Walker track. This one is one that I like a lot. It's a lot more romantic. It's a lot sweeter. It's Scott Walker at his best, really. And it is When Joanna Loved Me. Uh, I think it's a Jackie Trent and Tony Hatch song. And it just shows how out of touch with 1960s pop music Scott Walker was. He, he had big hits with yeah, Take It Easy On Yourself when he was with the Walker Brothers. And then he went off in this eclectic direction with his first solo album called Scott. And this track is on it. I, I like it a lot. I'm a bit of a softy when it comes to this kind of music. And um, it is just one of my favourites. Today is just another day Tomorrow is a guess But yesterday Oh, what I'd give for yesterday To relive one yesterday and it's happiness When Joanna loved me Every town was Paris Every day was Sunday play something a little bit different uh it's a kind of wizard of oz inspired pop piece from the 1970s with which a lot of people are familiar it's america's tin man but it's a good driving song i, I played this while i was driving around the countryside not too long ago and for some reason country roads and and driving the open spaces kind of worked with this song so i'm going to play it for you now Thank you. 
comes late when things are real and people share the gift of gab between themselves. Some are quick to take the bait and catch the perfect prize that waits among the shells. But Oz never did give nothing to the Tin Man that he didn't. Didn't already have And cause never was the reason For the evening Or the tropic of Sir Galahad So please Believe in me When I say I'm spinning round, 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 round Smoke glass stained bright color Image going down, down Never was the reason for the evening Or the tropic of Sir Galahad So please believe in me When I say I'm spinning round, 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 round It's glass stained Never was the reason for the evening For the tropic of Sir Galahad So please believe in me Jacques Broadkick at the moment, as you might have understood from the previous piece of the podcast. And there's a track of Jacques Brel's called Le, Le Moribond, which is, um, I'll give you what it's got on Wikipedia about it. It says, the original French language song is a sardonic ballad in which the speaker gives backhanded farewells to his adulterous wife and her lover, and the priest he disagrees with while sarcastically expressing his wish that he, there should be singing and dancing when he's buried. Now, the original version in English, with the lyrics by Rob McEwen, is by the Kingston Trio. And this is much better than Terry Jack's version of Seasons in the Sun. It keeps some of the sarcasm and some of the sardonic and kind of harsh lyrics to it, which is very much more in tune with French popular music than it is with English-language popular music, which tends to be a bit soft and saccharine at times. So here is the Kingston Trio's English-language version of Jacques Brel's Le Moribond, also known as Seasons in the Sun. Adieu, Emile, my trusted friend. We've known each other since we were nine or ten. Together we climbed hills and trees Learned of love and ABC Skinned our hearts and skinned our knees I do a meal, it's hard to die When all the birds are singing in the sky Now that the spring is in the air Pretty girls are everywhere 
Think of me and I'll be there. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. But the hills we would climb were just seasons out of time. Now do Papa please pray for me? I was the black sheep of the family. You tried to teach me right from wrong. Too much wine and too much song. Wonder how I got along. A do Papa, it's hard to die. When all the birds are singing in the sky, now that the spring is in the air, little children everywhere. When you see them, I'll be there. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun, but the wine and the song, like the seasons, have all gone. A Dufan's was my trusted wife. Without you, I'd have had a lonely life. You cheated lots of times, but then I forgave you in the end. Though your lover was my friend, I do, Francoise. It's hard to die when all the birds are singing in the sky. Now that the spring is in the air, with your lovers everywhere, just be careful. I'll be there. All our lives we had fun, we had seasons in the sun, but the stars we could reach were just starfish on the beach. Adieu, me. Adieu, papa. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. But the wine and the song, like the seasons, have all gone. All our lives we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. But the stars we could reach were just starfish on the beach. You see what I mean? It's a much more adult song, a much harder song, and not quite as saccharine and sentimental as the Terry Jacks version was. Um, there's a rule in the universe of which a lot of people aren't aware. And this rule of the universe, it's woven into the fabric of space-time. And here's how it goes. If you walk into a cafe and they're playing Ella Fitzgerald on the sound system in the cafe, the coffee is going to be really good. Now, I don't know how this works. I don't know which part of the universe manifests this miracle. But it's true. You try it out. You go into a cafe where they're playing Ella Fitzgerald, even if it's a Christmas song or anything they're all they're playing, if they've got Ella Fitzgerald on their playlist, then the coffee is going to be good. Now, I think scientists should investigate this, but it's true. And as the coffee is good here in the man cave, it's about time I played an Ella Fitzgerald track. And this one I like. Uh, it's called The Gentleman is a Dope. It's from a Rodgers and Hammerstein musical that most people have forgotten because it didn't get a big screen, widescreen version of it called Allegro from 1947. And this version is, of course, by Ella Fitzgerald. And it is really, really good. Gentleman is a dope, a man of many faults, a clumsy Joe who wouldn't know rumble from a waltz. The gentleman is a dope, and not my cup of tea. Why do I get in a dither? He doesn't belong. Gentleman isn't bright, he doesn't know the score. A cake will come, he'll take a crumb and never ask for more. The gentleman's eyes are blue, but little do they see. Why am I beating my brains out? He doesn't belong to me. Somebody else 
this problem She's welcome to the good guys She'll never understand He isn't very smart He's just a lug you'd like to hug And hold against your heart The gentleman doesn't know was Ella backed by the Nelson Riddle Orchestra, of course. And I say, of course, because the style is unmistakable. I seem to be collecting different versions of this song. It's called The Face That I Love, and I've got about six different versions of it, all sung by female singers, of course, but um, I kind of like it. it. It typifies a time and place for me in the 1960s. It, it's a kind of innocent, poppy kind of tune, and... Um, it always cheers me up. There's music that we go to for therapeutic reasons, and this is one of the tracks that I use for that. And uh, this one's by Stacy Kent, and it's one of the better versions. I think I like it better than I like the Astro Gilberto version. Just think of things like daffodils and peaceful sheep on clovered hills. The morning song of whippoorwills Then you'll see the face that I love Think of any old sky Getting ready to cry Down comes the rain But it's raining confetti then think of things like far-off aisles And blue-green eyes and sunlit smiles And in your hand a wishing star The one you thought too far above Every love leaf you introduces you To the face I love Just think of things like daffodils And peaceful sheep on clovered hills The morning song of whippoorwills And you'll see the face that I love Think of 
of any old sky getting ready to cry down comes the rain but it's raining confetti and think of things like far off isles blue green eyes and sunlit smiles and in your hand a wishing star the one you thought too far above every lovely view introduces you to the face i As usual, the drummer gets the final say. Uh, this next track is a kind of soft R&B track that I kind of like, even though it is a bit syrupy and saccharine. It's Sweet Sensation, Sad Sweet Dreamer, but I kind of like the R&B sound of it. It's kind of cool, soft, funky, and a bit of fun. Then I'm going to play one last bit of audio and end the show. But in the meantime, Sweet Sensation, Sad Sweet Dreamer.
this last bit of audio is the signing off part of a TV show that was on when I was a kid. I only just found it while serendipitously searching through YouTube. And it is Nancy Cato, who's still around and is still fighting the good fight for various human rights issues, um, saying goodbye to all the children on the Magic Circle Club. For weirdly nostalgic reasons, I get a bit choked up when I hear this. But um, I'm going to play it, and then I'm going to go straight into the credits for the podcast in the manner of movie credits. And again, I'll say thank you to all of our subscribers who... Um, throw in a little bit of money to keep the podcast going, and also to the listeners. Whether you can throw money at me, whether you want to throw money at me or not, I do value the fact that people are listening and enjoying the shows. So, um, having said that, it's, I'm going to leave it to Nancy Cato to end this with a lot of style and a lot of sweetness. Take care of yourselves, and I'll be back very soon. Oh. We really should knock that naughty clock who says it's time to go. It goes so fast, our time has passed. We must end our show. So be good girls and boys all day, whether at home or school or play. And We have another problem on our hands, I suppose. Well, how does Princess Lisa get those shoes worn out? Do you know? How about letting me know? Just for a change. And we'll see you tomorrow. Come on. Bye-bye. And here are the credits for the Patreon subscribers to the podcast in the style of movie credits. I'd like to thank Tom the Focus Puller, Sarah the Special Effects Technician, Ian the Caterer, Grant the Technicolor Consultant, Claire the Script Doctor, Gary the Prop Master, Morris the Musical Director, Jan the Dialect Coach, Armin the Key Grip, Matt the Rattlesnake Wrangler, Elaine our Scientific Advisor, Julia, our casting director, Chris, our camera operator, Christopher, our gaffer, Miss Jane, our wardrobe mistress, Tansy, the foley artist, Alyssa, our location scout, Mark, our second unit director, Paul, our special makeup effects director, Tammy, the donut wrangler, Tim, the New York unit director, and Rabbi Steve, our spiritual advisor. We also have Paul, who does the special makeup effects, and Kathleen, who has yet to have a job in the credits. And Eric, of course, is the set security lead. So thank you to everybody who supports the podcast and to the people who listen to it. If you want to support the podcast with some micropayments, please go to patreon.com slash paleocinema, and I'll catch all of you next time.